Welcome to Shows What You Know. TV shows are our game. Shows What You Know is our name. It is indeed. And more specifically, your name is Jim Scampoli. That's correct. My name is Jim Scampoli. Your name is Jacob Burrows. So we're nailing it so far. Uh, and we're here to talk about a television show called Stranger Things. <gasps> Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry if I sound love-struck, but just, okay, before we move on, let me just ask you, because we haven't talked about this show since it was not out, so are you also love-struck? Actually, yes, my first note here is, uh, well, I mean, and this was, I made this note uh, f- the first few minutes into the show, yeah. was this show already got me? Yeah. But then I put nostalgia question mark. Dude, that's I, exactly <laughs> what I, I didn't use that phrasing, but I did five minutes in. It's I, I yeah, that's what I wrote. Those are my words as well. And then nostalgia, like four question marks is, is, is a trick. But yes, yes. Yeah, you get that. I don't know if that's just our modern way of thinking, but we just think that we're being tricked or fooled <laughs> somehow <laughs> because we enjoy it. Uh, it's pretty cynical, but there you go. Uh, to be super clear here at the top, uh, because this is Netflix and when it comes to spoilers we gotta be super clear it's dangerous waters yeah. since they release it all at once uh which kind of i feel sometimes kills the internet buzz and build part of it uh, I agree. because since i don't usually speed through a show it means like well i guess i'm not uh going on the house of cards subreddit for a month and yeah. every time i see frank underwood i'm throwing my laptop across the room because <laughs> it'll just pop up and there'll, there'll be a headline like frank underwood does the thing and i'm like yeah. ah. Yeah, they're so. really fast and loose with these guys. I mean, I understand discussing spoilers, but with some of these headlines, on, uh, especially a Netflix show where they drop everything at once, it's yeah. two days later and the, the, the finale is in a headline of, a, of an article. Mm-hmm. So to be super clear, right now we're in a soft and safe space. No spoilers at all. Uh, and then at the later, uh, uh, during the later half of this episode, we'll make it super clear that we're going into spoilers, and then we'll discuss the details on episode one to four, while still dropping zero spoilers for the rest of the season. So this Correct. whole episode is good for if you've only seen the first four. Absolutely. I uh, couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. And then we'll have a separate episode, which will drop almost Netflix style, uh, not immediately, but almost immediately as this first one. And then we'll have no spoiler free section at all. We'll just no holds barred. We'll talk about the whole season with spoilers. You listen to that after you've completed the show. Just wanted to get that out of the way. And that's that. We have very strict rules here. It shows what you know. So we like to give you the rules at the top of the show. Yeah. Just to present how fun and entertaining we are. We talk about rules immediately. Uh, and those are the rules. Uh, <laughs> so uh, if you've uh, l- listened to shows what you know without watching the shows, I first off want to urge you to watch this show because I think it's fantastics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our mouths are not worthy to ruin it with spoilers. So just take care. If you only just want to hear if we love the show or not, I mean... Uh, Spoiler please, alert. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Please don't just leave. Uh, eventually listen to the rest of the episode. But yes, we love the show. Uh, and a and, uh, little backstory, kind of part of why this show that we're doing here shows what you know. Uh, I was sitting around and I knew that this show, I was already looking forward to Stranger Things coming up yeah. on Netflix in a few weeks. And I figured, oh, what a, what a perfect show to do a television podcast. Yeah. Except you never know, you never know uh, if the show is going to actually deliver. You know, you can see you could see the trailers, you can see the cast, and hear hear about it, but you never know if it's going to actually deliver. So we were like, 
you know what? Maybe let's not keep it just Stranger Things, just in case, to save us. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep it, it just shows in general. But at this point, I feel like we can just switch back. I can just talk about Stranger Things forever. I'm fine yeah. with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it will be one of those shows where we just keep rewatching it. And uh, yes. here's episode one again. Here's our new take <laughs> on it. I mean, you, you joke, but I'm open to that. Uh, so do you have like a, a, a snappy one paragraph description of the show for someone who has no idea what they're getting into? Um, I always like to turn to IMDb in these trying times. Uh, in a small town where everyone knows everyone, a peculiar incident starts a chain of events that leads to the disappearance of a child which begins to tear at the fabric of an otherwise peaceful community. Dark government agencies, seemingly malevolent supernatural forces converge on the town, while a few locals begin to understand there's more going on than meets the eye. Yeah, uh, I like that we're not even saying like the main... Like we're, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I retract my, what I just said. We're not saying anything that this is the spoiler-free section, so that's yeah. about all we're going to say about the plot. But we can still talk a lot, I think, about the greatness of the show. Yes, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I will freely admit that I may be in a state of infatuation right now, and I will admit, maybe eventually I'll come to realize that this is not the greatest show I've ever seen, but there's no way it's not worth watching. Uh, so please, please, <laughs> this is an advertisement at this point. I'm just telling you to go watch it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of the notes I have as well, um, it's it's clearly very familiar i mean if we go over the the once over if you've seen the poster if you've seen even the trailers uh it, it, it's got a it's an homage to you know films of the 80s and that type of style whether it be the music the look um the the, the tone but uh that doesn't always mean it's going to be great uh so you know i put familiar but genuine you can feel the love behind what's being made. Um, oh, then I also did put, or am I being duped? Uh, yes. A little bit from all of your favorite things, but I, I, I compare it to, you know, more in a Tarantino style where yeah. the homages are very loving and it's just short. It's, it's, it, it really rides that line of just short of being a ripoff, yeah. but it does make it its, its own thing. It's, it's very hard to do that and not come off as a ripoff. Because I, of, the, the obvious comparison would be to the movie Super 8, which came out a couple of years ago from J.J. Abrams, yep. which does a similar thing that this does. It's a, you know, a loving homage to uh, 80s and Spielberg. But I feel like that movie was lacking and didn't quite hit the heights that this show did. One of the notes I wrote, though, after literally five minutes, I stopped and checked, had it been five minutes, and then I wrote, what we wanted Super 8 to be, yes, uh, yes. to describe this, because that is, yeah, I had that thought as well, um, and it, it does feel like you're watching E.T. or Back to the Future or Stand By Me or I Made a Whole List, uh, like, all at once, but, like... They do it well, like you said. It, there's a really fine line because when they're dropping all these like uh, references, Lando Calrissian references and stuff, mm -hmm. it's it's like dangerous. It's dangerous waters. But I feel like all the Ernest Kleins of the world can pay attention because this is how you do it. Yeah. And if you haven't read Ernest Klein, God bless you. <laughs> uh, but if you haven't, I mean, you still know what we're talking about. We, we're all familiar with the ham-fisted way that big corporations fumble about with existing uh, intellectual property and just drop references, uh, just hoping to, that something will spring from it. And this is really how you should do it. You 
weave something new from these old things. The the best breakdown I could think would be it's E.T. by way of Stephen King. Absolutely. Um, and so, if you know, if, if you're working for the media for Stranger Things, you want to put that on a poster, uh, you have my permission, E.T. by way of Stephen King. Uh, Jim Scampoli shows what you know. I think I do think they somewhat they did say a darker ET is uh, <laughs> which very close and also obvious influences from Stephen King's. But yes, you are the uh, intel- IP owner of that statement. I, Let's I uh, so. get some money rolling in here. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, I'm just scrolling through my notes, which all say like how good it is. But but okay, let's talk about the, the some characters. Uh, we don't need to list like all the characters, but but the main characters are kids, uh-huh. which usually never works. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, but here it really works. Like just the comedy of them arguing and acting like real kids is so great. Like when they're trying to figure something out, arguing back and forth, and one of them just mumbles riddles in the dark. That's one of them references <laughs> that would have like seemed so bad. And if it was, if it wasn't done so well, it would be bad. But it just works. And all the actors, like I, I can't think of a single actor who's bad in this. Like I think they all do it excellently, which is amazing since there are so many kids in it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. The uh, the kids really shine, uh, and it's weird to think that uh, most modern movies can't hit that because having kids that are good in a movie is almost another throwback to older movies in a weird way. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if it's just due to timing the way everything has to be made so quickly these days. You don't have time to really uh, spend with children who are dumb. And let them know how how to properly do things. But yeah, the the kids are great. Uh, you, you really, I mean, you buy into their relationship and uh, you know want them to succeed in their adventures. Yeah, and I, and it's like it's uh, pretty often that kids are put in like incidentals roles uh where it's like this is the spooky magical kid or whatever or something like that, and and they never really acts good maybe because they're not acting like real children and mm-hmm. this is this is more written from their perspective we're, we're really with them all the way et style so maybe that helps a bit but at the same time it must be like exhausting because those kids worked really hard on this show like that must have been uh yeah like a lot of hours and stuff and it still works really good maybe that's why it works well because they had time to work through it or yeah i don't know yeah, um, and I mean the the adults, uh, or even I guess, do you do you bunch in like the high school kids in with the you know younger kids? Uh, sort of, but I I mean it's not as impressive. They're yeah, oh, I, I think they're pretty good, but I expect them to be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I agree with that. And um, uh, I mean it's it's not really a spoiler to say Winona Riders in it. Winona like, and uh, it's just a genius. Because if you're doing a thing that's a throwback and, you know, an homage to the 80s, it's nice to throw a name in like that. And, and what a perfect get. And, yeah. and even, even in the beginning, um, I've heard a lot of complaints about her character. Uh, but I feel like she does a, a great job with what, what she has to work with. And part of it is just because it seems so different because you have the fun kids going on their adventures so yeah. you know you keep coming back to the reality basically of what uh what a mother's dealing with with everything that's going on in the show. What are the complaints? Are they like uh, uh, she's too upset about her missing yeah, exactly <laughs> I mean yeah, it's not really a spoiler to say there is a, a a young boy disappears in you know the first fifteen minutes of the show, 
and yeah. it's her it's her son but i've heard i've seen it in a few reviews where people are like oh her character's so grating and uh when one note and it's like well what do you, well, yeah. ex- do you expect <laughs> to happen with a with a mother whose son is missing and uh trying to deal with that and 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 p- potentially thinking that she could be going crazy you know yes i mean that what what does do they want her to have like she's sitting at the bar and doing some other no she's <laughs> trying to get her kid back all the yes. time that's yes. her character and i i mean maybe i could understand that it gets to be maybe a bit much but she's like she's it's not like she's just going crazy she's making progress and doing things like all the characters are really active in in pursuing their goals and they're like putting pieces together in a believable way speaking of which i've said before that i don't give a fuck about mysteries which is still true but the, the and horror which also is kind of true but but the mystery and horror that is in this i there's absolutely nothing wrong with that in my eyes i love it i love this type of mystery and or horror i don't like it when it's like trying to trick you you or something well uh, okay. i don't know but, well yeah that's what I, I was gonna ask you about that too because a lot of this is a lot of this show is kind of slowly developing the mystery of what's going on and and even though you kind of have an idea and and they're you're right they're not trying to they're not trying to trick you into thinking uh it, they're not trying to throw a swerve at you you know yeah. where, where uh, and i think that's uh, a lot of um modern movies now they try to play on your expectations and then just swerve you for no reason i mean there's nothing wrong with a good twist of course but sometimes it feels like they'll throw it in just because so they could say they tricked you you yeah you 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 always have an idea of what's going on in this show but it's just kind of uncovering the specifics as it goes along yeah, uh, I I do think twists feel a bit overrated sometimes. Although sometimes they're underrated because everyone's like, "Oh, what is this? M Night Shyamalan? <laughs> like hilarious." Shyamalama uh, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I'll I can understand if the criticism is like uh, things falling into place exactly as you'd expect. Someone said that the show fails to surprise, which is in true in a way. Uh, I mean, I found myself, like, saying a lot of lines right before they say the lines. I don't know if yeah. you do that when you watch TV, but you're like, ugh. And then you, if you get it wrong, you look like an idiot. But yeah, if you're... No, I, but <laughs> I do that. I, and sometimes I look like I'm so impressive because I say yeah. the line before <laughs> exactly. they say it. And I was doing that a lot. And sometimes things were happening that you were really expecting to happen. But it's not like it feels like, oh, so predictable. It's more like the right pieces are clicking into place. And I have a hard time putting my finger on what's different about, you know, different types of mystery. But in this, there's... Uh, in every episode, there's... Like, they make you care. That's the thing in other mysteries where I find myself not caring. And here, they've managed to do that very well. Uh, I feel like the more I talk about this show, there's definitely a danger that I will convince convince myself that the people who are critical are right. Uh, you know, people will say that it's derivative and so on. And, uh, and maybe I'll start saying things like, oh, well, you know, it's only doing what others have done before. It's just yeah. echoes and references. But... If I do that, I'm completely disregarding my enormous enjoyment of the show itself yeah. and the fact that hundreds, thousands of people are working on projects trying to be this and failing spectacularly. Yes. Uh, every reheated concept, every reboot, nostalgia cash-in, like, even if this can be put under that umbrella, they do it so well when nine times out of ten, that fails completely. So this is better and... 
there's originality in that, if nothing else. Well, absolutely, because uh, what a lot of critics will say, or or even you know, even just regular peasants will say, <laughs> you know, whenever there's whenever they talk about bringing up their new remake, you know, like Ghostbusters, the most recent example. But usually, someone will say instead of just remaking Ghostbusters, just make a new thing like Ghostbusters, and, yeah. and, and that's a common thing, and that's kind of what they did instead of just remaking et or remaking like a john carpenter movie or or whatever they were like hey these are the things we love let's make something in that vein so they're actually doing what a lot of people ask you to do yeah you you can't then go and i mean i understand just because they're doing a new thing doesn't completely absolve them of criticism but you can't then go ahead and and shit on it and be like well you're just doing this it's all in the execution and how it comes out Yes, and the execution, if we can talk about that. Just the look, the feel, the sound of this show. Isn't it all great? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and I, was wondering, um, I, uh, I was wondering about that as well. The, they use, I mean, since it is a throwback and, it, uh, you know, an 80s movie, they use a lot of the synth music. And I guess like John, yeah. Carp- like John Carpenter style, correct? Didn't he make a lot of that uh, like synth style, like old, old scores? I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> not- I, well, you know, he did, and a lot of people did. But then I started right. wondering, is it just that that music's great for this type of thing, or is it only great because that's what they used then? You know, what, what's mm. first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> that's an interesting question. I feel like it... Uh, well, if you put it in, like, something that takes place today, it's probably not going to work as well. Yeah, very true. Or yeah. maybe it will, but it'll be like distracting. Here it fits in so well, and that certainly helps with making mm-hmm. it feel great. Uh, but yeah, a lot of that synth stuff felt like it's... It, I, I feel like it It didn't really sound like this. When I was imagining like E.T., for example, it's more s- like cinematic score, yeah, and this true. didn't have much of that at all, right? Yeah, uh, no, no, not a lot of cinematic st- score. I guess more the horror movies of the, uh, yeah. of the 80s, it, like that type of style. Yeah, and I'm not as well versed in that. Um, and then for the uh, like, just the look, because uh, my initial, uh, I read a couple headlines before the show premiered. Um, trying to stay away from spoilers, but just seeing what the general vibe was. Uh, yeah. And and uh, a couple reviews I had read, like the first paragraph before they got into details, and they mentioned, you know. The, the the Duffer Brothers or the directors they go for a, a style from you know Spielberg the eighties whatever and then they go out of their way to say they they're not as good uh, as them but like it's great for them to try but mm-hmm. I when I watched it I don't know I, I I think it's just as good and it shows a uh, it shows a real promise uh, I'm really looking forward to what the Duffer Brothers bring out because I feel like. It's all there in the screen. I wouldn't t- take anything away from them, even though, yes, they're doing a throwback style. Uh, I, I, that'd be like saying, well, Tarantino's doing a throwback style, but he's not really skillful. He's mm-hmm. just, you know, taking from other things. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get that feeling at all that it was like a weak mm. copy 
uh, because it isn't. But yeah, you're you're right. Uh, the Duffer Brothers aren't. They're going to be on Gravy Street now, right? I mean, yeah. pe- they're going to be the hot new thing. They'll be rebooting Back to the Futures and Goonies <laughs> and ETs in no time. One brother yeah. is going to be doing Gremlins, yeah. like I think maybe, maybe Gremlins with Kate McKinnon as all the Gremlins, and the other <laughs> Duffer Brothers is going to be doing uh, Back to the Future with Melissa McCarthy as Doc Brown, oh, and then no. another young talent will have been crashed and crumbled and squashed into the great studio system we all live uh, by and worship uh, is that is i mean isn't that what's going to happen what do you it, think it seems like yes it seems like uh, at this very moment you know uh, the star wars franchise the dc movies and the marvel movies are all trying to get them for whatever their next property is going to be yep <laughs> although i'd so, love to see a star wars movie from the duffer brothers yeah uh, but i star feel wars like horror film. <laughs> <laughs> well isn't it scary isn't it like doesn't this happen a lot that someone makes something great and then they get picked up and then they think the thing they make after that is not great it is uh, scary yes yes because they get like too much money or whatever happens and and too many restrictions or I, i'm not really sure uh because they have like i mean they have pretty just coming from quote unquote nowhere you have pretty big restrictions on not being able to do anything it's clear mm-hmm. they couldn't do anything in stranger things uh so if they get all the money but then also more restrictions it's and and it's like no no you know wonder woman has to do this so make her do that and they're like oh okay i guess i'm the director yeah uh, it's a very strange thing because uh <laughs> see what i did there uh <laughs> and i mean obviously this is all just from hearing on the outside i don't know what it's like in the big studio system but you always hear about, uh, you know, this young filmmaker makes this breakthrough indie film and then they pick them up for a franchise, except then they're like, well, no, don't do that. Yeah. Just do what we say. Don't <laughs> we did sign. We did pick you up based on your vision and your talent, but uh, don't have any opinions and we'll t- we'll tell you what to do. Yeah. And that certainly seems like a possibility. Or, or but they the- could, yeah, they can end up like uh, Josh Trank, who did the who did the Chronicle movie. And then made a terrible Fantastic Four and then was fired from Star Wars. <laughs> yes, that is that is the thing we have to fear. But but I, I feel like it's uh, we can at least be hopeful still that yes. they'll I mean, I'm hoping for uh, we haven't I mean, you're more in, in uh, you know more about this stuff than me. Has there been any buzz on a uh, season two of Stranger Things yet? Uh, I did read before before the show started. Um, I was looking into what, what they thought the show would be. And uh, they what I had read is they said that they had planned it just for the one season, but had uh, if they get asked back they would they would love to do more than one they would love to continue it but they they tried to set it up where they could just kind of have it be the one and done uh it is is, uh uh, sorry just real quick Uh, it is something i would maybe even as much as i loved it i would maybe prefer it to be uh something along the lines of fargo of more of an anthology thing I would. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they kept with the, the 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 same cast, but it does feel like to keep that that uh, magic going, you would almost want to do different people or an anthology type show. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, and and like you said, Fargo or True Detective. But then we have the danger of doing a True Detective season two yeah. as well. Yeah. So 
uh, all sorts of dangerous stuff there. But I think that's clever the way they did it. Like, I think it's always the best way to, no, do the thing you want to do while you have the opportunity to do it. Don't, mm -hmm. like, build towards, oh, yeah, we don't know if we're going to get a second season, but, oh, cliffhanger. Like, it's great that it, it totally works as its own thing either way. But I would be happy to hear uh, that they're going to make more. And, and I skimmed through some uh, interview or something where they... It was clear that they weren't against the idea anyway, so that's good. Yeah, very good. I guess it's about that time. We might as well get into the spoilers, unless you have anything else. Uh, no, I'll just say that during certain episodes, I had to pause it uh, because of how good I thought it was. So usually I might pause if it's like too awkward or something like that. Like, uh, but But in this, I actually did pause it to just enjoy it for longer so just go ahead and watch it and then come back for the discussion don't let us fumble through the plot in the spoiler section and and yeah go watch it uh, and oh yeah and one other thing before the spoilers uh gotta give big ups to netflix um it, it such a cool thing to do and i mean uh, not 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 like everything that they not every original thing they do is great but it's nice that they're kind of they have a wide net and they're open to weird projects and trying different things and throwing some money behind it just yeah. to you know just to feed us some content so I, I, I very cool I would say do you think Netflix has like a big robot brain that's just <laughs> analyzing what everyone's watching and it's like oh the same people who like ET also like this movie and that and then it, it just puts and then someone like maybe they get thousands of pitches but they're like oh this pitch it puts together those things like I feel like they have more comprehensive viewing data than any channel that has ever existed so they're sort of able to it, like <laughs> program a show that will hack all our brains maybe that's uh, you know connecting it I, back I, to i, I wouldn't cheated. doubt it because yeah that date that data has got to be invaluable they know they know what we're watching and what we're going to watch next and what we're going to sit and watch for hours you know something yeah. that we're not going to leave for a little while like oh this really hit with these people they they sat and watched it in a day <laughs> yeah so uh, that's uh, they got it right this time. So I'm not mad at the uh, computer this time. Yeah, uh, we'll see about next time. But let's head into spoiler talk. Spoilers. 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 Perfect. So to keep it sort of structured, since we're just yeah. doing one to four, I'm gonna sort of summarize what happens in the episodes for us to then talk about. So uh, the first episode or chapter is chapter one, The Vanishing of Will Byers. Mm -hmm. uh, it starts with the kids playing D&D, &D, and then on the bike trip home, Will vanishes into thin air. Uh, L, the kid, uh, a strange kid, appears at a restaurant, and the owner calls the authorities and gets promptly killed. L then runs away and meets the other kids in the woods. That's sort of the kid plot line in episode one and uh the 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 D, D thing it's it's such a common trope these days i mean between community and just the standard nerd like here's the nerds playing D, &D. uh and i mean it's also kind of throwback in et they're playing D, D. yes and and some it's hard not to roll your eyes at that but uh, this show, again, what we were saying in the non-spoilers, this show takes those things that you think you're going to roll your eyes at, but it nails it. And, yes. and the way it tells you about the kids and about their relationship and kind of, 
and then continuing that thread with how they react to things in the real world and and uh, uh, you know play it with their their D and D characters. It, it's it's well done. Yeah, they they hit you with the D and D and then the bikes immediately afterwards, and it's hard not to think of ET. Yeah, uh, when they do that. Um, so with with the uh, how did you feel about the restaurant guy who got killed immediately? Um, um yeah i mean i you know something you know something's going down uh i was still um i was still kind of figuring out what you know i was doing the thing i don't know if you do this well i guess you you don't like mysteries sometimes i overthink shit and uh, trying to figure it out i try not to do that because sometimes it ruins what you're watching sure and i'm sitting there trying to overthink the the l character and how it's like how does this tie in what's going on with the oh. with the the missing boy is she the missing boy right. uh it come back from from uh, another dimension did she eat the boy like you know stupid things like that and uh you're just waiting i was still in the back of my head though you're just waiting for the shoe to drop uh either this guy's gonna be a weird creep or someone's gonna come in and kill him yeah, I, I felt I, I felt like that too. Like he, someone was going to come in and kill him. But at the same time, his death affected me sort of. And I, I just wrote down that's how you make a death count in short time because they didn't take any time to do it. He, they just present him as sort of gruff and he seems kind of mean. And then you reveal that he has a heart of gold and then pop, he's oh, dead. Oh yeah, you're right. No, they had they had a lot of nice moments too with, um, yeah, the initial turn and then him, you know, kind of taking care of her. And then yeah. it, it, they had nice touches, like when the the fake social services worker shows up, and he's like, "Okay, you know, hey, I didn't have time to tell her. Just give me a minute. Like, I, she's a little, she's a little scared. You know, he's just being such a just a you know super nice dude. You yeah. just want them him to adopt her and uh, <laughs> take her away and and raise her as his own. Yeah." And they spend no time on it, but it's so efficient in setting up like that this is dangerous for real mm-hmm. uh, and so on. Um, so at the same time, uh, we ha- what else is going on? Oh, well, one thing, it. one other note I had with the kids is they're sure. talking about X-Men 134. And mm-hmm. uh, that is the first appearance of the Dark Phoenix. Uh, I did have to, I had to look it up. I didn't know that offhand. Thank but God. I was like, But I was <laughs> like, okay, that must be something. And I mean, the Dark Phoenix is, you know, the, the bad Jean Grey. Uh, which I mean, I guess kind of ties in, you know, there's some, there could be some hope of, of mind, uh, of telekinesis and mind mm-hmm. powers. So sure. I think, uh, I think a decent little, um, little gem to throw in there. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, that the only scene where I felt like maybe it was like too much referency or like too similar to other things was like the, when they introduced the two bullies, uh, uh and they, yeah. they sort of like pick on them and call them names like yeah do the you know truffle shuffle or but another thing because it's not the goonies yeah Uh, and it's like okay well but that was just a short moment where i was like and then i was back on board and i wrote down after episode one i'm so on board i cannot even describe it uh is what i wrote yeah so yes and we also meet, um, you know, the the cop guy who seems like a bad cop guy, but, but we see he's got some moves, some cop chops, and we kind of like him, and we meet the parents and so on. Didn't really make any other notes on the plot, because that's basically it for episode one. Yeah, the only other note I had was I don't trust Steve Harrington, who was the, uh, <laughs> he's the cool guy who likes the yeah. nerd girl, uh, <laughs> the, the you know, that old, uh, that old gag where uh, the nerd girl's starting to get a little popular, and... 
who's this popular boy that's suddenly interested and is he only interested in what all boys are interested in? Uh huh. Of course. I. I mean, uh, maybe it wasn't in episode one, but he did did turn out to be surprisingly likable, in my opinion. Are you? Would you? Or do you want him to be stoned to death? I uh, will see because I think I have notes throughout uh, each right. episode on where I'm at <laughs> cool. with Steve Harrington. So chapter two is the weirdo on Maple Street, uh, where I've now split the plot lines into kids, teens, and adults. Okay. Uh, starting with kids, Will takes in L. Uh, L then recognize. Oh no! Sorry, am I messing this up? Mike. These kids. Uh, I'm not great with names. So oh, Mike is the um, main kid, right? Will's the missing see. kid. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Will's the missing kid. Mike's the na- the main kid. Right. Uh, so Mike takes in L. L recognize Will's picture. Uh, so uh, Lucas and Dustin, who are the other two kids, they want to tell Will's parents, but L uses her mind to close the door, revealing her powers and saying, no, that's not safe. Let's not do that. And L is short for 11, which, ooh, what does that mean? Where could we mm-hmm. go from there? Which, uh, I mean, L in general is... Haven't I mean we've seen maybe it's because I watched Dark Angel, but it seems like yeah, of course, super soldier kid person with powers or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. maybe that's become a more standard thing even since the eighties. Because if a kid showed up like with uh, superpowers like that, we would like, oh, where's the nearest laboratory? Uh, would be our <laughs> first thought, right? Yeah, for sure. And um, I, I do say that the the girl that plays L. She's great um, because it, it's it's a it's a performance that doesn't have a lot of you know it's just a lot of looking scared and looking I don't know you just be being nervous and being scared and I feel like that's not always the easiest for a kid to pull off without it being kind of corny and hokey yeah. um, but I think it, it helps she with like the, her expressions in her eyes tell a lot. Um, and uh, and also kind of you still get the sense of that, you know, the power beneath all that. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Her job is uh, like to look intently at things while we do special effects. And that is not easy to yeah. get right. But but with, with her and Mike, they have moments like when he's just like, oh, maybe we can call you L, short for 11. Yeah. And uh, my heart sort of breaks a little. And when they put bring up things like she's like promise and he says it means something you can never break ever i'm like ah that's gonna come back (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's that's one of those things that's so obviously like setting something up but i don't mind i just feel like oh my god (laughs) oh and and then yeah i because i put you know uh very et stuff um and really nailing the bonding and the becoming friends you're like you're you're buying into they just met this girl like an hour ago and she's just their best friend, but yeah. it, it works it, the way they do it. It works and kind of, you know, showing the, um, yeah, the, the discovery of the powers um, yeah. and, and what she can do. And it works because they're little kids. It wouldn't work if you're teenagers and like found some weirdo in the, in the forest. It yeah. wouldn't be the same, but it, it has like this, like this mystical air that can happen in in children's books that can't happen in young adult books when you level up the age a bit. Like there's just a, a different sense of importance to things, and the fact that they're sort of hunting something that's super real and super important. Eh, I don't know. They. It's funny that they, as you said, like bring up their Dungeons and Dragons references, but they're right, and everyone else is wrong. Yes. You know? Yes. And 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 especially the with young kids you buy into it a little bit more of this mis it's not quite a mistrust of adults but 
just yeah. knowing when when crazy things are happening with little kids you know, you understand why they wouldn't go tell their parents because who's going to believe a kid who's saying like this? No, she has powers. She can move things with their mind. It's like, yeah, all right, Mike, go back to your D&D game or whatever. Yes, exactly. And and one thing on Dustin, Dustin's the kid with the teeth missing. Like what a cute kid. But all I could picture is that he could, he, it, as a grown up, he's going to be the biggest dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> uh certainly possible his look like, <laughs> and especially like the look they give him with like the trucker hat and like the, the jacket and stuff it looks adorable on a young kid but you just picture him you know uh 15 years from now but he's also he's got kind of a mustache and he's got the same look and the long like uh greasy hair and you're like oh enough of that guy well, I, for one, think that we're going to see him in one of those, oh, 15 years later, where is he now? Yeah, and yeah. he's going to be a hunk. Yeah. Uh, he's he's not going to be the methed out uh, home alone kid. He's going to be a great looking guy. He's going to lose the baby fat, get those teeth in. Oh, my God. He's going to be Captain America when they reboot it again. Oh, I can't uh, wait. Oh, yeah. So at the same time, we have the teens. Uh, Nancy, who's the main car- main kid, Mike's sister, goes to this party with her uh, kind of boyfriend uh, and uh, his friends uh, and her friend Barbara. Uh, at the same time, Will's brother, Jonathan, I think, is out there searching and he hears noises, so he goes and takes some pictures of them. And in the end, Barbara disappears downstairs, as it were, while uh, <laughs> Nancy disappears upstairs. So, yeah. Yeah, I have. And, and one thing, this, I don't know if this is just me filling in gaps because I want to like the show or if it's kind of there. Because um, at first I'm like, oh, party, that's weird. But then it made sense to me in a, like, say you live in a small town and you're in high school and a tragedy hits. When, when, you're, when you're younger, especially, you know, uh, you're invincible. You're going to live forever. So yeah. when real life things like that happen, I think it is common for kids to weirdly act out and just be like, well, not us. We're invincible. We're going to drink and do and have sex because that's what we do. And we ain't, we ain't afraid of no uh, monsters. Uh, <laughs> so you're sort of looking at it through horror movie glasses. In a way, like. yes, yes. Uh, and, and But the, the one thing that was really weird... Um, and I, I mean, it, it's set up for something that pays off later. But when the Creeper Brothers just taking pics, it's like, why are you taking pics right now, bro? <laughs> uh-huh. That's true. But uh, maybe I have a bit of Creeper in my heart as well. <laughs> but I did not find that strange at all. Uh, Even so, when he's taking know. pictures of like people through a, up in a window and stuff. Yeah, that's, and- <laughs> that was weird. That was, that was pretty weird. I mean, he, I think he, yeah, yeah that was weird. But at the same time, I understand. But not to the point where I've done that, of course. I would oh, never, okay. but I understand it. And uh, uh, I did make a note. Steve Harrington is still up to no good. Yeah, he is. Well, he's showing it now. Yeah. He's not up to no... He's officially up to no good. Um, at the same time, uh, the adults, Will's uh, mom, is getting weird phone calls with uh, lightning punctuation and something is also coming through the wall by the end of this web episode so she runs away obviously but then she realizes oh will is in there and she goes back in to face whatever it is and this is where i'm like well i'm i, I can't like the people who dislike her she is fighting yeah. like in all the time she's doing things actively to get will back and yeah she seems crazy while doing it but uh 
yeah, so I enjoyed that. No, I and, and I thought I thought those I thought those scenes were very effective, and I thought it was leg- they had some legit creepiness with the you know the should I stay or should I go and the lights yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah because she has is, at this point does she already have no it's not the Christmas lights yet it's just the like the house lights right and she can kind yeah. of follow the path and then uh, in in Will's room the radio's coming on and all these creepy things are happening. And you're right. That's such a great moment that if if you're uh, criticizing the character, it's a great moment where she's doing what you you would you would do in that situation, run away. But no, she that's her son. Her son's in there somewhere. Something's yeah. going on. She can't leave no matter what. Uh, you know her 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 own survival instincts be damned. Yes. Uh, and at the same time, we're following Chief Hopper, who finds clues that eventually leads him to go visit the lab. I think that's it for yeah. Two. And I think his stuff is good there too because he um, uh, going back to the the cook that was murdered uh, when they're trying to find L. They make yeah. it look like a suicide, and he's he's affected by that because he knows the town, and then he starts thinking he's cursed because dealing with you know a missing kid and now a suicide and he's thinking about his dead daughter um i i think all all that stuff's good is it's uh it's all playing into what's going on it works really well yeah they don't really i i i forgot that he said he was friends with the guy who allegedly committed suicide they did sort of sweep him under the rug a bit there was never a scene of his wife being like (laughs) where's my he wasn't he would never do that or anything like that but yeah whatever uh, so episode three or chapter three is Holly Jolly, uh, starting out with, uh, yeah, okay, starting with the kids, we can say that they are searching for Will, but Elle takes them to Will's house instead. And well, the beginning of this episode is, doesn't this start out with the... Um, with Barbara getting eaten yeah, in okay. the shadow world? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it starts with that. Okay, I'm sorry, uh, I didn't mean to jump ahead no, absolutely. I wasn't sure what to start with, but but yeah, just to summarize the kids real quick, they go to uh, you know Will's house. There's various flashbacks, and eventually a body is discovered. That's like the main a plot of this uh, episode, I think. Yeah, and 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 this is uh, is this when they leave? Don't they leave L? Like, isn't she kind of roaming around the house by herself in this one? Or I think so. Yeah, because again, I just kind of made a note like more ET stuff with L because just. Always reminds me, um, you know, when E.T.'s drinking beer and watching TV when everyone's away. Yeah. But as you said, Barbara gets uh, taken into the shadow world. And uh, so she's obviously not there the next day when Nancy wakes up and she's worried. Uh, and and yeah, and it's, it's your first glimpse into um, and, and basically the biggest clue when... It's basically short of spelling it out. It's like, okay, there's a dimension on yeah. that's on top of or beneath ours and she was been pulled she was pulled in there because it's she's in the pool, except it's in a creepy creepy version of the pool and you can uh, they, they play they play fast and loose with the rules a little bit because they almost make it seem like sometimes you can hear the person like from the other dimension. That's true. Maybe that's and due to just there's rips and fabrics going on and things that are happening. Yeah, they never really show from the shadow world how the light trick works, how like, but obviously if Will is turning off and on the lights, he must be hearing that from our world and then 
has some impact over the electricity and and yeah but but yeah this must be the first place where we see the shadow world of of as you say the pool and everything's the same and so on yeah um so uh nancy's worried and she goes back to the house and sees something weird well i put uh nancy's now a slut i put in my notes as well (laughs) okay it's uh uh boning uh the boning of steve harrington is confirmed uh nancy's now a slut uh yeah nerd barb and the monster eats the nerd i put question mark <laughs> okay so wait nancy is a slut is that like your judgment call yeah and- no it's just a goo i mean she's clearly not a slut <laughs> but it's in you know in in these like like horror movie or the right the, that the means movie she tropes. should die right yeah not necessarily she should die but you know here she is doing what she says she's not gonna do uh confirmed Okay, uh, she does that. That's true. And then uh, we also have in the teen storyline, Jonathan is developing his photos and is discovered. So Steve and Co. destroy his camera. And oh, uh, is that in this? Yeah, okay. That's when I put yeah. Steve Harrington confirmed bad because right. uh, not only not only uh, did he did he uh, bang Nancy, but he also broke the camera. Yeah, but to be fair, if he'd done that with no motivation, I would have That's agreed true. with your confirmation. That's true. He did see her. He did see his cre- the because cre- <laughs> this confirms the creeper aspect. Because yeah. taking pictures of the party is one thing, but now you see there. I don't think they showed it in the previous episode that he was also taking pictures of her with her shirt off in the window. Yeah, that doesn't look good, uh, Jonathan. Don't do that. And I also do made that, a Jonathan. note that uh, uh, this might be jumping around more than what you you brought up yet, but. Winona Ryder buys Christmas lights out of season. Although then I found out, I guess it is in season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. November, I guess. Uh, but yeah, as you said, she stocks up on Christmas lights and d- draws her alphabet to communicate with Will. Uh, and yeah, at the same time, uh, we see Chief Hopper visit the lab. He realizes they're hiding something because they're fucking around with the, with the camera tapes and so on. Uh, I think that's about... Oh, yeah, I mean, the main... Bit I said it first, but they found find a body, and there's a big fight about that, obviously, uh, because they're everyone's upset. They found a body. They found Will's body, so it's over, right? Oh yes, yeah. That's this episode ends with them finding the body, right in the yeah. in the the lake or the reservoir or whatever. That's right. Oh, so. and uh, I did think that that scene with Winona Ryder's Ouija board, um, with basically the letters on the wall and the Christmas lights, and then what should I do? Run. I thought that was a. I really liked that moment. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. Although that was one of those things where I uh, guessed the line before oh, the line. Yeah, but, for sure. But of course you are. It's still good and it still works. Uh, so, uh, w- wait, this is chapter four, right? We just did chapter four? No, no that was that chapter was- three. Chapter four, the body. Uh, yeah. Where I got confused because we were talking about the body and chapter four is called the body. Yes, because yeah, chapter three ends with it them finding right. the body then it picks up you know right there so uh obviously the kids are upset but l proves that will is alive by communicating through the radio so uh they all the kids form these theories that's this is when they start talking about the veil of shadows uh-huh. and this darkness dimension and being completely right ahead of everyone else it's funny how all the different people investigating this arrive eventually at the same conclusion but the kids are so ahead of everyone else it's ridiculous oh yeah yeah Obviously, they cheat using L, but still. Um, they decide to use the stronger radio in the school, uh, but get trapped into going to a, uh, an assembly uh, after they uh, dress up L as a girl. 
And uh, she makes a bully pee himself, and then the radio lets them hear Will, but then the radio explodes. Yes, yeah, and I made a note uh, again with the ET because you know they, they're giving her they're giving her the the the, the old ET makeover in a way. Uh, although yeah. ET's makeover was done by Gertie, but still it counts. And, and uh, they also put ET in a, a Halloween costume, so it's a, it's a two for for you. And they're phoning home, kind of. And uh, th- yes, and then this shows us the the um, the the star the sludge stargate. Then we we see hints of the I, I call it the sludge stargate. Yeah, we may have. I think we've seen it before, but the Hopper uh, eventually he confronts the state trooper who found the body, and then goes to the morgue and discovers it's a fake. And then he breaks into the lab. Oh no, I'm sorry, he doesn't see the sludge portal, but yeah, but yeah no, he breaks we, into the lab. We see it because the lab sends like a guinea pig into. That's like, right. They, they have a guy who you know. Oh, yeah, he's wearing the, the classic scene. Yeah, and and the and the guy's wearing the classic bad guy scientist, um, you know, space suit. And with yeah. the old, uh, uh, he's got something wrapped around his waist so they can pull him back, apparently. And yeah, he, that always works, right? Yeah, it always works. And he goes into the sludge stargate. And uh, yeah, I just put dead dead guinea pigs in through the, the sludge stargate. Um, and, oh, there was a Sweden reference in this episode. Shit, I didn't make a note of the reference, though. Do you remember yeah. the Sweden reference? Uh, yeah, they said she was from Sweden. Uh, the when when ah, they asked where she yeah, was from, so, yeah, you, right. you enjoyed that, huh? You're from Sweden. Oh yeah, I was <laughs> ecstatic. For our new listeners, I'm from old Sweden, also, just uh, like but- L. <laughs> Yeah. Well, earlier she is calling uh, the weird scientist guy Papa, which I know is like uh, if you're on the little house on the prairie, you can go Papa. You yeah. must come. The sheep are exploding or something, but. Uh, that's literally the word for dad in Swedish. So I thought some connection there, maybe. Maybe she. Oh, interesting. But yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that in the next episode. I'm, I'm so maybe s- she was Swedish <laughs> all along. Now, you, you brought up the sheriff uh, going at the fake body, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I thought that was, that was kind of a weird leap of faith. Like this sheriff is really taking a leap of faith, in my opinion, where he decides to because you know they they fish the body out of the water at the end of the last episode they bring it to the morgue in this episode and you know Winona Ryder is still not convinced that's her son they are being shady about it and we the viewers know there's something going on yeah. but then for the sheriff to take the body out and then take out his his knife it's kind of like i mean i guess you almost do see it on his face where it's like well if i'm wrong i'm fucked but and he just stabs <laughs> the body Luckily for him, it's full of uh, stuffing from like a stuffed animal for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I felt like uh, I would hope that when he poked the body, he felt, wait, this isn't body material, also known as skin. Uh, I, that's what I assumed. But at the same time, he wouldn't be flinching as bad when he was cutting it open. It was, uh, it's hard to keep track of like all the little pieces that led him to that. Yeah. I can't quite remember everything that was building up to that moment, but but he was... There was definitely shady shit going yeah, yes. on, but I, I don't know. I, maybe it's the mother who's so convinced that that's not her son that makes him go, well, I got to check how deep the conspiracy goes. And if uh, there's blood and guts, uh, I'm calling it a day. Okay, uh, was this the episode? I hope, <laughs> I, I, I hope I'm not spoiling anything. Was this the episode where, where Hooper the sheriff was at the bar? Yeah, okay. and he exactly. So he so did that get was, some. He got some details because he was at the bar, 
yeah doing his talking, sleuthing. oh yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't let him they wouldn't let the usual guy do the autopsy they got state people in and there was a state cop that found him for some reason so he goes to the bar and tricks the state cop and then beats him up for information yes yeah so he does know something's going on and yeah he just decides to beat him up yeah <laughs> what a what a kick-ass cop oh it's so great he's <laughs> doing his jobs excellently promote him immediately please uh, i did uh, i did make a note that the nance did you did you cover the nancy storyline yet uh i think so i i did make uh, a note that it was kind of it felt dragging this is the episode where that storyline felt a little dragging to me oh yeah it was kind of like oh nancy and the brother okay let's get through this already yeah i didn't write anything on them in this episode so i don't know what they did i don't know um, what did they do i i think that's when they started uh they started kind of looking at the pictures. Right. Because remember, she saw the ripped up picture and she saw that there was uh, something in one of the pictures, which could, which was our, ended up being our monster here. That's uh, right. But they don't start teaming up properly until next episode. So I ooh, can't. Spoilers. Yeah. We won't remember. get into the details on that. Yeah. I did make a note that in her class, the teacher was going over Hearts of Darkness, um, which ended up being, which was Apocalypse Now was based on. So take from that what you will. Hmm. So, do we have any final thoughts, or shall we cut this off? I mean, we're just uh, slicing it off here, and and we're going to come back to you with the last four episodes in case. Yeah. Well, the one other thing, this is the also the episode I believe where um, uh, Winona Ryder kind of rips the wall, and she can see right. she can see Will through like basically the blood and guts of the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I like that. I like the those visuals and the creepiness with that and kind of the, the buildup of the monster side of things. So that, I think that yeah. was the only other real detail from this episode. Each episode, we do get a bit deeper into the eldritch horror stuff, and it feels like uh, a deliberate and well-paced buildup mm-hmm. in my mind, yep. the way we're getting bits and pieces more each time. So, we're going to finish up this episode and check your podcast feed or reader for the extra spoiler section where we talk about everything else from Stranger Things. Uh, if you have any opinions on Stranger Things, you can uh, send it to showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com or you can just uh, go ahead and give us a, a review on iTunes or whatever thing you use. Yes, please. Uh, subscribe to the Shows What You Know and review us on iTunes or whatever thing you use. Exactly, as I said. Very good. See you soon.